afternoon, beloved. How are you today? I am fabulous. I feel really great. And the region of the world where I am in, we are having such a nice, beautiful, sunny day. So just get out and just enjoy the day, get some sunshine. Just go out and have some fun. Now, God's word for today is seven principles to apply to overcome depression. Now, we're not going to get through all seven principles on today. So relax, (laughs) relax. But this is going to be an empowering session. Sometime in January, I came across this post on Facebook. It was, this group was it's called Against the Arts Ministry. And I want to read you this post. It said, I pray that God will show you joy as you've never seen. The spirit of depression and discouragement is being broken. May the Lord fill you with a new level of happiness and passion that you've never known. And when I saw it, it stirred my heart because for quite some time, I belonged to discuss the topic of depression and mental illness. It is something that warrants our attention. Now I've asked the church, like churches I've been a part of, to discuss this, but they avoid this and other issues of interest. Now, I do understand that not every Christian can relate to depression and other problems in the world. Likewise, I want more than the typical weekly Bible discussion. Since being saved, every church I've ever been a part of, their Bible study consists of going through a particular book of the Bible. And there's nothing wrong with that. But Jesus dealt with real life issues. So why don't the church? So when I talked to God about this, you know what he just spoke in my spirit? He told me to do so. So I I am doing it here on my podcast. And I do pray that it will deliver and set those that are depressed or going through struggles in life. There is a way of escape. God loves you. And he wants you to be free and full of joy and peace. See, God delivered me from this horrible monster some years ago. So I know firsthand the awful effects it has on both the person and others. The first time it happened, see, I did not understand how the plan of God, that that plan that he had for my life would unfold. And I admit I struggled with this. I knew he had called me to do something spectacular. I knew that from when I was a kid. Amid acknowledging and not understanding, I became depressed. Though I enjoyed the church I attended at that time, this is going back many, 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 many years ago. This is before my daughter was even born, this particular time. Still, there was nobody to talk to about how I felt. Yes, the pastor was anointed, as were some other members I had a close relationship with. But what they failed to have was my confidence in their ability to help me keep my trust in them. See, they had a record of gossiping and sharing other members' business. So I did not trust them with what I was going through. 
If they tell me other people's business, what would they do if I told them how I felt? So I prayed and put my trust in God. Guess what? He walked with me through this ordeal and healed me. It took some time, but the more I talked to God, read his word, and fast and prayed, the stronger I became. And I'm not here to tell you not to go to a psychologist, not to take your medicine. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. That's between you and your doctor. I'm telling you what I did that helped me to get through it. Okay? I want to make that clear. You have a doctor, somebody to talk to, and we're going to talk about that too because you do. You cannot overcome. You cannot defeat defeat depression by keeping it inside and not getting some help and talking it through, okay? You need some help. And another thing, do not let anybody tell you because you are depressed that you must have sinned. Likewise, do not let anybody convince you that it's why God is punishing you. That is a lie from the devil. Christians do become depressed. I was a Christian, loved the Lord, close to the Lord, and I became depressed. And it is not always because you caused this to happen. Now, if you were, you have I've heard some people say, uh, if you were strong in the Lord, this would never have happened. To people like that, here's my uh, advice to you. Shut up and stay away from me with your self-righteous attitude. We have to be careful who we talk to. So, get off around people like, with that self-righteous attitude. That's not going to help you heal. If anything, it's going to make you feel worse. And don't be beating yourself up. God is here today to help you be set free, even through what I'm telling you now. So, Depression is a critical issue within the world that affects many. Likewise, depression comes in different types and interferes with how somebody thinks, feels, and their everyday activities. Then there are specific causes for depression. So I'm going to share how I overcame that season of darkness that tried to overpower me. Beloved, depression is too heavy of a burden to try and handle on your own. Still, it is a giant that is not too impossible for God to defeat. Hallelujah. It is why you need to talk to somebody trustworthy and compassionate. So here are seven principles you can apply to start your recovery. I'm going to get try and get through at least the first three today. We'll see, okay? So here we go. Principle number one. Acknowledge this is too much for me to handle. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that you have a problem that you cannot handle. There's nothing embarrassing about it. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. But you can't handle this one. Not this one you can't. Not on your own. Uh-uh. No, you cannot. Some things in life are not for us to fix on our own. Surround, so surrender control and cry out to God because he inclines his ear to your cry. Psalms 102 and verse 2 tells us that. Renounce any negative words and confess any unbelief. Likewise, 
Get rid of all distractions that keep you from meditating, that keep you rather meditating on your anxieties. There are some things that just keep you. It's like a horror movie playing over and over in your mind, and it just keeps going on and on. Uh Uh-uh. Get rid of those distractions. Don't meditate on your anxieties. Meditate on the Word of God. Number two, put your trust in God and His Word. No, I am not a religious fanatic, but I know there is no problem too complex for God to solve. I did not want to be depressed, and my faith in the Lord made me an overcomer. His word says that when I cry for help, he hears and delivers me from all my trouble. Jesus is near the brokenhearted and saves those crushed in spirit. That's John 34, verses 17 through 18. His word brought me light when the darkness tried to suffocate me. Read Isaiah 41 and 10. And 1 Peter tells us to thirst our cares on the Lord because he cares for us. So spend time each day praying, reading his word, and surrounding yourself with those who help you live a victorious life. Number four, I mean number three, take care of yourself. After Elijah defeated the prophets of Baal, Jersey Baal threatened to kill him. In 1 Kings 19, 1-8, we read, When Elijah heard about this, he became depressed and fled for his life. While lying under a tree, he fell asleep. And an angel of the Lord touched him and said, Arise and eat. It happened two times, and he did so and gained strength. See, depression can suck the life out of you, so we must eat healthy, Think about what is good and pure and get sufficient rest. Even a baby who is hungry and tired will become cranky. So nourish yourself and stay spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally fit. Now, we're going to go through number four through seven, maybe next week. But... I just want to point out to you about in the Bible that there were people in the Bible that struggled with some depression. So what does the Bible have to say about mental illness and depression? So here are some examples in the Bible of those who went through a season of depression. I'm telling you, for every problem that you have, you can find a solution to it in the Word of God. There's nothing that we go through that we do not find an answer through his word. God said he, uh, and let's go with King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 4, 31 to 32. Um, he exalted himself above the Most High God and ended up having a mental breakdown. Naomi, after her son died, after her husband and you know, died when she was in Mobile. If you read the first chapter of Ruth, verses 8 through 14, note verse 13. Naomi returned home, and the whole town was excited because of her and Ruth. You can feel the pain is still she is experiencing because she is yet grieving over all her loss. She tells the woman not to call her Naomi, the women, not to call her Naomi no more, but to call her Mara. Now, Get this, Naomi means pleasant while Mara means bitter. 
She lived up to the meaning of her name because she was pleasant. She had the kindest attitude ever. And it, it's no wonder Ruth and Oprah were drawn to her. But despite how she feels, she, was, she thought God was against her. But God wasn't. God was not against Naomi, not had, nor had he brought calamity into her life. When our circumstances make no sense, it's easy to blame the Lord for a season of uncertainty. Naomi had spoken these words from her pain and suffering. She had no idea how full her life would be in this role she would play in this unbelievable future that awaited her. And that's what awaits you. A future full of hope, wholeness, victory, goodness. And I'm not going to say you're never going to have problems or whatever. But you can experience joy and peace when you go through the most horrific things. When you have God in your life and have a obey Him and walk up right before Him and build that beautiful, strong relationship with Him. So I hope that what I have talked about thus far will bless you and we will start together on this road of recovery to you becoming an overcomer of depression. So now let's read the blessing from Numbers chapter 6 verses 24 to 26. This is for you my beloved. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This is neat at God's word, my voice. God love you. You mean the world to him. And don't you never forget that. God bless you, beloved.